This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2014. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch and talk about an episode of The Golden Girls. You guys know that by now. Uh, so we just watched season one, episode 12, The Custody Battle, which aired originally December 7th, 1985. Wow. And before we introduce our guests, I just have to say, we're so we're, we're in my apartment recording, uh, and unlike you, H. Allen, I'm not going to say the street that I live on, because I'm, you know, I'm st- I don't know how well the fans have been busting down your door after you told them what street you live Not a one. But we're in my <laughs> we're in my spacious living room and we're so worried about an echo that you and I are sitting so close our knees are touching. There's I'm probably saying. an echo, but that's okay because it, it'll make us seem like a Celine Dion record. Oh, is are her records echoing? Yeah, if you listen to like, you know, and I would, not, not Meatloaf. Um, what's the one where she's like, what's the Meatloaf like oh, Celine Dion um, song? Uh, and you were history no. with the slamming yes, of the door. It's very, <laughs> and that was the echo, the door. You know, and it was like, so it's a Celine Dion. This is the Celine Dion out on the lanai. This is the, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> Great road trip song. It's great because the song is like 11 and a half minutes long. Yeah. It's it's like up there with American Pie. Um, All right. We've already gone way off the rails. You merged the two worlds successfully. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Carrie, Um, who's that mystery voice with us? The mystery voice you're hearing uh, is a a very good friend of mine who I work with. He's a very, very funny guy wearing some really cool specs today. Very handsome specs. Aren't we all? Very handsome. Let's three pairs. (laughs) Three white people in glasses. Uh (laughs) The photo is going to be right for people. Yeah, the photo is going to be very white. Uh, Welcome Aaron Kazander, guys. Hey. Thank Thanks you so, so much, much for having me. Oh, this is really cool. We um, love having you. Yes, I, I, um, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it, and and I don't even mind the echo. No, I, I really don't. No. I'm now noticing the echo. There's no echo. It's all in your head. Okay. Well, yeah. It's like yeah. judging a judging a picture before it goes up on the. I don't know. Show. I took Ativan before I came, so like, there's not <laughs> much in my head except for like calm okay. centeredness. Yeah. Um. So maybe I don't know. We won't that go into that. Sounds lovely. Um, so, Aaron, what is your uh, relationship with the Golden Girls? Um, it's funny. I uh, I actually was talking to my mom on the way here. Aww. And I said that I was going to do this. 
and I asked her point blank, what, when did I start watching it? Because I know that I did. Mm-hmm. Because I have very vivid memories of it. Um, and she said, I think it's because I used to watch Maud, and this was the spinoff, mm-hmm. right? No. Or, or, I'm sorry, this, these, these people were in it. Two of them were. Two of yeah. them, yes. Right. And, you know, it sort of snowballed from there. So I, from a very early age... Probably not in the original broadcast, I would imagine, mm-hmm. because I would have been, you know, two, three years old. Mm. But um, in the reruns, yeah. I mm-hmm. I did it, and I very distinctly remember it. Um, also, the other big connection I have is just old people in general. Mm. Um, I have a strong connection really? to the elderly. How so? To Aww. my grandparents. Yeah, I just, I've always, I feel like I've had an older soul, mm-hmm. right? And I just feel like, I feel like it's such a ripe world. And I know that, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this before, but it couldn't, probably couldn't be done today on TV. I oh, think. this show? Yeah. Well, this type of show, and I think, but even yeah. I think but it could, It's called Off Their Rockers. Betty White's, Betty White's Off Their Rockers. It's a sketch show. Yeah. Right. True. That's all they can have of old people on TV. I know. And they tried it last year. Yeah. Um, and um, David Wayne directed the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, old Soul about mm-hmm. the retirement community. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited for it. Um, because I really find them interesting, and um, yeah, I just I, I, I find it I I connect with them I yeah. think, a lot. Aww. Yeah, sweet. I know it's Aww. very sweet. You should say this on every day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, ladies. So He's taken. <laughs> it's working so far. It's working. Did you use that on your girlfriend when you guys first? And you're like, I, I did. She's old met people. my grandma though. Oh, I, I mm. have uh, I have one one um, maternal grandmother still alive and we are very close oh hi bima she's probably listening (laughs) um and yeah she spends half her year in florida on the west side Mm -hmm. and then the other half in michigan and um we talk every sunday the warm half in michigan the warm half the warm half um i'm gonna actually call her after this probably on my way home um and I'll tell her about it. Aww. And we'll see. I'm, I'm actually curious to get her thoughts on Golden Girls, too. Now yeah. I wish, we could, I wish we could call her in, but we won't. But <laughs> you, just, uh, you just let us know after. Yeah, we'll, I like, will. We'll include An something. addendum. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so those two are very basic things. I just, yeah. my love of old people and... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I definitely watched with my mom growing up. I don't know how I feel yeah. about old people. <clears throat> I, I mean, not... I, I don't not love them, you know? Nor do I... Whatever, but I, I, I will if I'm if I'm speaking honestly. I, when I see an old person, either at like Trader Joe's shopping or, and they're very old, I think you're gonna die really soon. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. like that's like that's where my. I mean, it's not a good place to go, but that's where my mind goes. That like, knock on wood, you're gonna die way before me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that makes me uncomfortable in a way. Yeah, I think that too, and and mm-hmm. it's interesting because I love old people, but mm-hmm. I am also incredibly uncomfortable with the idea of, for example, a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if the Golden Girls ever goes to the nursing home territory. I yes, they do. They do they a do. little bit, but yeah. some of my more um, real and vivid memories of being uncomfortable and scared growing up mm-hmm. were going to visit. So my grandma. Who I'm going to call after this? Mm-hmm. Her Bima, a Bima, Bima, Bima. the B. Um, her cousin 
who has since passed away, but was in a nursing home for my entire childhood. And I would hate going there. Mm-hmm. The smell, yeah. everything mm-hmm. about it, everything All about preparation it. Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much preparation age, and 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 it's just it reminded me of a hospital. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So those, it's weird. I feel because yeah. I feel both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know we were, um, uh, we'll we'll get into the episode. I know we're we're a couple minutes in, but we were, we're so, having an Oprah. We're having an Oprah moment. So Aaron and I, we were at a, a work holiday party last night. Aaron and I both work on the Goldbergs, and uh, I don't. <laughs> you don't. We do. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we we were talking about that um, that sort of. Like the thing that you hate to see, like in movies or on TV shows, especially in movies, it's like that that uh, the kick the dog moment. I guess it's like save the cat, but it's kick the dog. Like when you see something that makes you feel physically uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't like to see a young person physically harming an elderly person. That's yeah. what makes me feel physically ill when I watch yeah. movies. That really bums me out. Yeah, that's how, how I feel about old people. And also, they're adorable. Uh, sometimes racist, but mostly adorable. They can't help themselves. They grow up in a different time. Shall we get into the episode? I think we can stop saying that about old people. I'm really, I'm really at that place. I feel like old people have used that as a cover for racism for the past 20 years, uh-huh. and like that, that, that ship has sailed. Like, no, you're just racist and wrong. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fair. All yeah. right. But they're, um, but they're allowed to be. But so, they're, yeah, because they're going to die. Speaking of old people, uh, so this episode, The Custody Battle, this is basically the episode where Dorothy and her sister Gloria fight over Sophia. Um... Fight! If they fight, I feel like this episode took place over like seven days. Yes. It just was like every scene, it was just like day, night, day, night, day, night. And it, yeah. it happened so many times. I was like, how many days are we going over? Um, Aaron, you actually started laughing during the opening credits. Yeah, what was that? Um, what happened? <laughs> um, I think it was some sort of physical bit. With... Oh, it was where she took her. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Dorothy, um, if you could. In the opening, there's a moment where Dorothy, in response, I believe, to Rose, that she takes her fist and she bites on it, like like out of aggravation. Aggravation. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that was, I think, a visceral response to me really remembering Mm -hmm. what this was. And And also kind of remembering... The way that opening titles used to be, yeah, um, which is something that Carrie mm-hmm. and I talk a lot about working on a show that takes place in the eighties, mm-hmm. um, and you know they were sometimes ridiculous, and this one isn't even that bad, mm. no. but it just takes like the funniest mm-hmm. physical gag moments, yep. yeah, and it's you know it's funny to see. Someone I put love their that fist in their mouth. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so the episode opens. So Dorothy. <laughs> Uh, Dorothy and Sophia are drying dishes, and or they're washing and drying. You know, Dorothy washes, Sophia dries, and that's like such like a fun. I mean, because my sister and I, when we were kids, we would do that. Like she would wash and I would dry, and uh, so they're talking about how Gloria is coming to visit from California. Gloria being uh, Dorothy's sister, um, so that kicks off our A storyline, which is going to be Gloria's visit, and then our B storyline comes right in, which is uh, Blanche is going out with the director of the local community theater. She wants to sleep with him to get the part of Lady Macbeth in Macbeth, in Shakespeare's Macbeth, which is how how Blanche says it. Um, It's like a side of McDonald's. (laughs) Yes. It's it's interesting to uh, think about her... Doing an entire long-winded Shakespearean oh, yeah. speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's done it. The, the, funny <laughs> the thing blood is, on my hands, Shakespeare. Yes. <laughs> the blood, the blood is on my hands. The funny thing is about this storyline is that we've seen them do theater production before, but this yeah. is one that doesn't 
that it because it's the B story, it doesn't pay off. We they, we only hear them talk about auditioning mm-hmm. and whatever. We never actually see anything. So again, it feels like one of those sort of lazy storylines where they're just like, okay, well we have this thing with Sophia and Blanche or Sophia and Dorothy and Gloria. What can mm-hmm. we give Blanche and Rose? Like oh, I don't know. I guess Blanche could want to go out for the part of Lady Macbeth. Did, did, like, did they ever even say that Blanche or, or that that Rose? No. Well, no, or, that that Rose possibly might get the part of Lady Macbeth. Did they Macbeth? even say that she no. auditioned? I don't even think that they say she auditioned. Well, but I think they were both. I mean, I think for me at least, it was very clear that they both oh. were in the process of being involved with this theater thing. She was because she was talking about at the, at the very top when they were getting ready to leave for the date because it was a double date. She was going to go out with a fat lighting guy, right? That's right. Because and Blanche is going out with right. the, the yeah. director. Uh, Rose is going to go out with the lighting guy, and she doesn't know what to talk to him about. So Blanche says, "Talk about light bulbs." Which, <laughs> can, I, can I talk about? There's so. So Rose is wearing an outfit. She's wearing a pink sort of satin wrap sort of dress Mm -hmm. thing, which she's wore on a a previous episode. I remember it from, I forget what, but there's another episode. But in this episode, they, it's a really, really, really bright, shiny pink one. It's very bright. And then they put this like black cinch waist bow around Mm -hmm. it that just made it so, I was so like, what are you, it was like a Rihanna outfit in a way. (laughs) It was like, it was so like jarring to the eye to see Rose in something like that because I don't see Rose as wearing black and Mm -hmm. here's this black bow and Satin. I think it was foreshadowing. Oh. 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 The gauntlet has been dropped. The costume department has done their job. It could have been. Could have been. So there's this great thing where, so Dorothy, so Blanche asks Dorothy to borrow like three pieces of jewelry. Can I borrow your diamond earrings, this bracelet, this necklace? Which made me wonder why, like, do women actually share things like this? I. Because, like, you would never ask to, like, borrow my belt. Well, but I think if we lived together and. Would you still? We had similar style, uh, I think that we would. Yeah. I've never shared anything with a male roommate. Yeah, I I also don't wear a lot of jewelry, so maybe that's it. But um, but then it's funny. So so she asks her to borrow them, uh, and then when Blanche and uh, Rose are headed out to go for their date. Uh, Dorothy goes, Blanche, aren't you forgetting something? And she goes, oh no, I never wear underwear. Ah, (laughs) Exit line. Uh, And she was like, the jewelry? And she's like, why paint the peacock? And I'm just like, I love you. I I love everything about you, Blanche Devereaux. She is sultry. Yeah, she's she's sultry. She's she's a fine sultry. Oh yeah, she is, yeah, she is something else. Now, uh, Forgive me if this is a dumb question, but was her is that an accent that she is putting yeah. on? So yeah, we've okay. talked about it before on the podcast, but it is it's a it's a it's sort of a May mutated West. accent of May West in the South. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a, yeah. a good summation. So after uh, so so Rose and, and Blanche leave for their date, and uh, Dorothy and Sophia kind of get into it. They have a little bit of a they have a little bit of a fight. Well, because where... Sophia was kept wanting to set up Dorothy on dates and why she doesn't go on dates day and night. She's always home, never goes on dates, and so she was at the grocery, grocery store, store and mm-hmm. she ran into a man. Um, she asked she had to squeeze a melon for a man with uh, no fingers. With no fingers, <laughs> and so she got she got his number and gave it to Dorothy to give him a call and that that, that blew Dorothy's whistle she is that the line that. she was like no I don't want this she was like get off my back I need space I need and then when she says it she said it in like a dramatic B. Arthur like hand stretched and you know B. Arthur's brick yeah. so like hand stretched <laughs> to like really show like space um I was she, doing that alive guys did just did not so you know. want her mom setting her up and and 
Did that sound like a, a boob joke? Was that the melon? The, oh, the melon. Squeeze a melon? Oh, I don't think so. because no, you do squeeze a melon to yeah. see if it's, it's just kind of that I think out. it was because she squeezed a melon for him. Mm. I don't know. But, it, uh, yeah. I he don't doesn't know. have fingers. But, like, why, you know. like A bit the, of a thinker there, gold, Golden Girls writers. Like, <laughs> but give, Terry Grossman. Give the guy a chance. I mean, I grew up with a boy who had... No, don't give this guy a chance. <laughs> no. You do not. If your mother... If, I'm, I'm taking it out of the Golden Girls world and I'm putting it in my world. If my mother, my mother listens to every single one of these, if you met a man at Deerberg's in St. Louis, Missouri, who had three fingers and he was like, can you squeeze this melon? You looked at him and you're like, oh, Scott might like this guy. And then you like give him my number. Sorry, mom, you're in the wrong. That's wrong. Don't do that. Just say like, hey, there's this guy. He goes to Deerberg's every Tuesday and squeezes melons. You should go on a Tuesday. That's what she should do. I think that her mind was in the right place and mm-hmm. her intentions were, were right and were uh, uh, yenta-y, yeah. as sure. we say. But, um, yeah, probably. It's the probably... first time we've said the word yenta on this show. Is yeah. it? It applies. Yeah. yeah. Applies. Sophia's Italian. Is that, is that controversial? Well, well she was really Italian Jewish. Catholic? She was really yes, Jewish. Do we need to explain what a yenta is? No. No. Oh, I, well, I no, so. it, it's, I mean, go ahead. Well, yenta is uh, a, a, it's a Yiddish term mm-hmm. for somebody uh, who makes other people's business their own, mm-hmm. uh, and it can take many different often uh, though attributed to matchmaker, matchmaker, yeah. or yes. a, uh, someone who gossips a lot. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. The like, famous yeah. yenta from Fiddler on the Roof. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I just love her, Fiddler on the Roof. All right, so <laughs> continue, Carrie. <laughs> so, all right, so now the next day. Uh, Gloria, well, well first, uh, Rose, te- so Blanche thinks she's a shoo-in for Lady Macbeth, and Rose is like, she's like, you have to audition, and Blanche is like, oh, I did, I auditioned last night, I, I opened to great reviews, which again, just like sex joke after sex joke. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so Dorothy and Sophia are still upset with each other, Rose tells them they should make up, <clears throat> Sophia says, blow it out your ditty bag, which is one of my favorite yeah. Sophia to Rose I actually lines wrote ever. that down. To that use one of the at things, some point. Well, it was one of the things I wrote on my notepad provided by Carrie, and I just didn't even know what a ditty bag is. But it's going to be an insult that you use this week. Blow it out your ditty bag. Blow it out yeah. your ditty bag. Yeah. Yeah. Blow it out think... your ditty bag. You'll be in the car driving down like Culver Boulevard. Blow it out your ditty bag, you dickhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good way to like modernize right? it. Right. Call it up a dickhead. Could be something Louis yeah. C.K. says. Oh, I just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what a ditty bag is. Blow it out your ditty bag. Maybe it's like your. your maybe it's your, like a colostomy. That's what I was going to oh, say. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's like one of those bags you put the poop in. At like, first, I thought she said titty. Blow oh. it out your titty bag. But oh, that's bag. weird. Titty but, bag. Yeah. That's well, guys. Yeah. Did they so, say titty? <laughs> 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 Hello, Ace no, Allen's no. mom. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So Gloria arrives. This is yeah. Gloria, played by the first actress. Her name is Doris Bilac. Black? Uh-huh. Black? She died in 2011. She died in 2011. She was so. not brought back to play Gloria number two, which was the Gloria that ends up sleeping with Stan. We'll get to that in three his, years when we When get he's to going through his cone monkey phase. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even, but I mean, she's a ginger actress. I thought she was wonderful. But the, yeah. I, and then the, the next actress they bring back, she she's probably blonde. She looks like Olympia Dukakis. Mm. I'm like, can't they even get actresses that look similar? I guess not. So, um, so she, she was later recast. She yes. was later recast, as were thing. many characters. Yeah. Hmm. So. So Gloria comes in. She's brought tons of shopping bags. She's brought all these presents for Dorothy and Sophia. She's going to take Sophia shopping. Uh, Everybody's excited to see her. Um, Sophia had a great joke uh, about wrapping, gift wrapping your luggage. Oh, yes, she did. She thought it was luggage. That was quite funny. Um, So later that night, Blanche, Rose, and Dorothy are talking. 
Dorothy says she always sort of felt like her parents liked Gloria more than her. So we're kind of hearing for the first time that maybe she has a little bit of jealousy issues. I think every kid has that. I did. I definitely did. Oh, Oh, I I I hear that a lot. Yeah. To this day. Also, can I add that this is um, this just proves that the visiting sibling age-old trope in TV sitcoms. Alive and well. In oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alive and well Today. in 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so we, we hear uh, funny stories about both both from uh, Blanche and Rose who are both like, oh, yeah, no, we've been through the same thing. And uh, my favorite joke by far in this episode is Blanche is telling uh, them about how her, you know, her parents always liked her sisters more, <laughs> you know, at their birthday parties. You know, they had this, they had horses, they had this. And then she says, I want you to be the Dorothy in this part of the thing. Okay. So then Blanche goes, uh, she's talking about her childhood birthdays, and um, she says, uh, uh, I, I never had a clown. I mean, not until I was much older. Older. And, Dor- <laughs> and then Dorothy, sorry, I fucked that up. Ah, Dorothy, Dorothy then says, much, much older. older. She finishes, and it's hilarious, and it's such like a small thing, but that was my favorite I think it is joke. great when she finishes those sexy thoughts for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. She just gets it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She knows exactly where yeah. she's going. Uh, and, and then, then it, Rose goes into some ridiculous, like, you know, what, what's the, what was the Michael Landon Well, show? she the, was like, um, you know, my daddy would tuck us in and he would sing and he would hang this by the Christmas tree in the star. And she's like, who is your father, Rose? Michael Landon? The Little House on the Prairie. Uh, That's what I'm looking for. Little House yeah, on the Prairie. Good. Yeah. Um, Only somewhat holds up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Uh, and then, so later that evening, there Sophia comes back from the shopping, and, and Gloria and Dorothy are in the room, um, getting ready for bed. This is where this scene felt. It felt very undorothy like to me because, and 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 maybe it's because she turns so quickly later. But you know, Gloria's. Gloria's being so braggy and just snooty. Like, she's like, you don't resent me for having money. You know, you don't resent me because my marriage was great and yours hit the rocks. You don't resent me because, like, even though my children are practicing professionals, yours aren't. And Dorothy's being so kind about it. She was like, no, I'm very happy with my life. And I'm like, who is this? It just yeah. felt so Well, I think they did that. I, Dorothy. I felt that, too. But I think they were doing that because... You can't have Dorothy be expressing her jealousy. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't express her jealousy I guess, outright. But like, ever. give us a little hint to it. Well, you know? I think it does come when the truth is revealed that she wants Sophia to come live with her. Sure. But... She starts revealing it in subtle ways. I, I agree. I think um, for me, for this story, it seemed like there weren't enough scenes with Gloria. Mm. It felt like, I mean, and maybe she's a day player, she's a guest star, mm-hmm. they didn't want that. Mm-hmm. But it felt like we really went to that scene quickly where she talks about resentment. Because yeah. I don't yeah. even, I feel like the last we saw was her coming in the door with her gift luggage. That was the last and, we saw. And then her. they go out to an off-screen dinner. Yeah. Which, where, which is where she presumably asks her to live with her mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next thing we, then we come back and we see her with, with um, Blanche Dorothy. Excuse me. And the internet exploded when you just confused those two women. (laughs) It it felt like we were missing something. Yeah. Yeah. So that tends to happen a lot on this show, where you know, a lot of times they'll end. They'll be at the house and they'll be explaining what just happened elsewhere. Or which I don't mind. I I feel like, and I was just actually watching a thing recently about how 
so there's so much over explaining in sort of modern television because it is so you know sort of mm-hmm. single camera focused i mean there's it's easy to show everything because you don't have to write a show with an audience and right. here mm-hmm. you do really have to set it up as you would a play show what happened outside that you can't show right mm-hmm. um and i i th- this that is a aspect of sort of multi-camera television mm-hmm. that is gone on a lot of modern audiences and that's probably why it feels weird yeah mm-hmm. yeah well it, it seems to work for them yeah yeah. Because uh, here we are. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, the, so that act ends with, you know, Gloria saying, I, I want Ma to come live with me. Uh, you know, she'll have everything she needs. She'll have all the best whatever. She'll have servants. She'll get to grocery shop with Bert Convy, which, again, is one of those references where we're like, fuck, who is that? And we Googled him. Yeah, we Googled him. He hosted Win, Loser Draw. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, that was a fun thing. Um, and she's like, you know, I asked her to come live with me. She said yes. And, and, and also, Dorothy and, and Gloria are both in Dorothy's bed in pajamas at this point. It's a tiny bed. But also, Gloria, I know we've talked about how the women always go to bed in full makeup, but Gloria is wearing every single piece of her jewelry to bed. Like, they couldn't even, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they couldn't even give us that. Like, I'm like, at least have her take her jewelry off before she goes to bed. I don't bed. know. I don't want it to be a Darren Aronofsky sort of, like, taking the makeup off. Like, don't, You don't need to take the makeup I, off. I get that. They always sleep in full makeup. They're always in the hospital after surgery yeah. in full makeup. Fine, yeah. but like take the jewelry off. It's you know what? It's just gonna like it's gonna rub up against you. You're gonna mm-hmm. tear. You're gonna tear the sheet. You're gonna tear an afghan. Like <laughs> Carrie's getting upset. <laughs> you're good. You're going a little too far with this. You wear thing. jewelry. You know you that snag. they don't actually you snag sleep. things. I, I was <laughs> uh, I was surprised that they were sharing a bed that small and mm. that it wasn't an issue. Even for somebody like Gloria, who has, as we know, has servants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. It feels like that would have been something that would have been brought up. Like, well, oh, she probably would have stayed in a hotel. I, I, and her I'm mother right. probably because she did. She got a hotel initially, but oh, then right. her, we presume that Sophia gave her shit for yeah. it, and then that's why she stayed okay. there. Right. Um, okay. So the next morning, we're back in the kitchen again. I, I'm going to say this is. I'm just going to say day seven. Um, nice. Rose and Dorothy. <laughs> Rose and Dorothy both come to Blanche and say, "I have bad news." Blanche is cutting apples. Yeah, she, she was cutting apples, um, <laughs> and also there were bananas on the cutting board. But what I noticed that was funny, and you can't see this if you're listening uh, in, in your car on the freeway, but she was kind of like flailing the knife around <laughs> yeah. and like cutting weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> she like, wasn't holding anything; they were already chopped, and then she was just chopping them more, yeah. but without. She wasn't doing the hand on the knife, you know, where right. you kind of like seesaw it. Yeah. She was just like, you know, yeah, this it is was object work one on one. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, but she, she had a nightgown great. to worry about, guys. Yeah, she, she was the only great. one in a nightgown. Yeah. So, um, so Rose delivers the first bout of bad news. Wait, before we go into that, again, Rose's outfit. So Rose is wearing <laughs> this like wrap dress. Now, Rose, besides Blanche, Blanche, yes, has the sexy thing going on, but right. Rose is the one that has the body. Like she has the boobs and she right. has the butt and she has like everything mm-hmm. that is very full. This is and the most you've No, but wait, I'm saying this for a reason. So like she has this wrap dress that is so revealing. Mm-hmm. If you looked back, like you're like I'm watching and I'm seeing like Rose's boobs shake. Wow. On camera. And this is uncomfortable for you. It was very uncomfortable for me. Because you, <laughs> yes. I'm sure as listeners of the podcast know, anytime any of the women on the show, but it seems to always be with Rose, anytime any of them it's not just Rose. get intimate <laughs> with a man, it can only be referred to as no, getting intimate. No, that is not why I have. So when the past guests on the show. Yeah, they don't fuck. I heard. That's, yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
they don't fuck. I don't like I don't like attributing that to them. Like it's not appropriate. It's not it's mm-hmm. we need to respect. Oh god. It's like uh and and I, I don't want to even want to bring this up probably again after this, but Adam Goldberg always says his parents don't fuck. Oh, yes. Nobody fucks. And the, and the context of, yes, yes, you're right. You're right. Um, so the bad news. Rose delivers the bad news that uh, Blanche did not, in fact, get the part of Lady Macbeth, but instead she got the part of witch number three. Mm-hmm. Who got the part of Lady Macbeth? And, well, we should also say, so Rose now is sitting at the kitchen table and Blanche is like, who got it? And she's walking toward her holding this giant <clears throat> knife, which yeah. is amazing. It feels like that could have been a, a, a directing choice. Yeah. Oh, Maybe for somebody sure flew it, was. it gave it on the fly yeah. and went in there and said, you know, why don't you pick up this pick knife? Up knife here? <laughs> it could be funny. Um, so guess who got the part of Lady Macbeth? Rose. <gasps> Rose got it. And uh, Blanche, of course, is up in arms. She's like, I do not believe this. I've been had. And Dorothy says, I know. And you still didn't get the part. <laughs> and oh, she is. And that's soccer. why we love her. That's why we yeah, love her. That is why we love her. So then we move over to Dorothy's bad news. Yeah, so now we so now Dorothy gives her bad news, which is she says, Ma wants to live with Gloria. Um, I'm gonna let her go. And they're like, No, we'll miss her. Right? That's kind of the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, so then we get into the the, the fight scene. Of the evening where uh, Dorothy... Not really a fight. Well, a, a heated discussion. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy, once again, is wearing one of her fabulous, shapeless nightgowns. Amazing. I wish I could own it. Her, like, <clears throat> it is, like, from neck to toe That's just the, covered. the Dracula color. Yeah. Yes. 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 If I could dress like that, my life would be so great. I mean, mm-hmm. you just would, you'd be so free. You'd have no elastic yeah. waistband. I don't want to show no any skin. It's almost ever. got a leftovers, an HBO's leftovers oh, yeah. quality feel where yeah. you're wearing weird uh, gowns. Just that <laughs> leftover. Oh, yes, yeah. I have seen that show. I was yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. Yes, of course. Amy Brenneman, It's just right? culty. It's just culty. Um, so, so Dorothy is finally like, look, you come here with your limo, your designer luggage, you, you grocery shop with Burt Convy, you have everything. Why do you need to have Ma? And uh, and Gloria finally um, breaks down. Gloria fi- oh oh, and we we also forgot a part. It doesn't matter. We can skip over it. But uh, Dorothy, after Gloria tells her, "Yeah, Ma's gonna come live with me." Dorothy goes to Sophia, and Sophia's like, "Yeah, you know, you need your space. I'm gonna go live with her." And she's like packing some knickknacks at night, and she's like, "In okay, the Ma. smallest box ever." Very small. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> she's she, old. She doesn't have a lot of stuff. But it's kind of funny how she was continually packing throughout. At, at every point forward, after we knew that she was gonna move in mm-hmm. with Gloria, she was packing. Yeah, yeah. just every. <laughs> yeah. There are so many scenes of just where we just see luggage. There's so much luggage. And in the midst of the fight, Gloria then reveals that she's actually jealous of Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Why? Because of her work and her friends, <clears throat> which I guess Gloria doesn't have a job or friends. No. She just has money. Mm-hmm. So much money. But also she was jealous of the kind of relationship that Dorothy has with Sophia. Yeah. That She's Sophia's favorite. Dorothy is Sophia's favorite. Yeah, in well, fact. and she said she's like, you know, who did she go to when she needed someone to live with? And I'm like, well, they were both in Miami, you know, well, like when the home burned down. She, I mean, no, I mean, there there could have been a situation of I'm staying with you for a week, Dorothy, then I'm going to live with my rich daughter. Okay, all right, I guess. You so. know, like she I could have so. done that, but she stayed. Right. 
in a house with two other women. That's annoying. I get it. She wanted friends. Yeah. She wanted, yeah. She wanted that. She would rather have exactly. had that than, than luxury. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, yeah. So then, so then, uh, you know, Gloria's, so then she says, you know, they, they decide that, you know, Sophia will stay with Dorothy because if not, then the show wouldn't be what the show is. Um, so Dorothy goes back into Sophia's room. Once again, she's still packing now mm-hmm. day 12. She's still packing. Mm-hmm. She moves slow guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she, Dorothy's basically like, you know, Ma, you need to stay. I need you. Blanche needs you. Rose needs you. And Sophia's like, all right, I'll stay, but only if you give me some space. You know, which is kind of funny. She kind of turns it around on her mm-hmm. and is basically acting like she's the one who needs space. Um, and then Gloria comes in and, and Sophia's like, I'm going to stay in Miami. Like, and then she pulls Gloria aside. She's like, I had to. She begged. It was pathetic. Which is like a really sweet, sweet moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then- uh, it was um, a funny way to pull someone aside. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it, it was great. Yeah. Can I ask something? Yeah. Is Estelle Getty wearing a wig? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What she, did her hair look like at that so, point in 1985? Well, actually, in this episode, she might not be wearing a wig. The first season of this series, um, I believe it was all her hair. She actually had gray hair. And then in the second season, um, and we've, 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 we've discussed this in previous podcasts, but she got a facelift. I mean, she made a lot of money. So she got a facelift, and she colored her hair red. And really? she came back for season two, and everyone was like, ah, we, you're supposed to be old. So they, oh, that's when she got okay. the famous wig. And the she the glasses and all yeah, of it. Really but you can like see anytime the they do flashback yes. episodes, um, whenever you see like Dorothy growing up as like a younger woman with Sophia in Brooklyn, they, you they, see as, the red you hair. See the, you see Estelle Getty like in her nor, like at her actual age. Yeah. When they do flashbacks, which I think was like a really nice fun thing. You could for them Google to do "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot" the the Sylvester Stallone uh, I, film. Of course, I remember. Yeah, that. that's how she really. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. yeah. Um, so, but at the, so at the end of the scene, Sophia says one of the cutest things. She says, most people my age have children trying to get rid of them. My children are fighting over me. Oh. Which mm-hmm. is so sweet. That was sweet. So, so sweet. So, so sweet. It was a lovely moment. Um, and then the, and then, you know, the, the episode could have ended there because certainly the B story's over. Um, but, uh, the show ends with, um, uh, you know, the Dorothy and Blanche and Rose in the kitchen. They're all talking about how happy they are that Sophia's going to be staying. <laughs> Sophia comes in and she was like, look, I thought I, when I thought I was leaving, I got you all these gifts. So I figure I'll give them to you anyway. <laughs> and they give her these gifts and she's just giving them stuff that she stole from them. <laughs> Which is a great way, a great joke to end on. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. great yeah. visual gag. Totally. That I thought. And was, was very amusing. And then they... Uh, They're like, let's go search your room. Yeah. There's got to be more stuff. <laughs> and then... Boom. Cute yeah, music. But, well, yeah, and we also had ended with the door gag, which... Tell me a little oh, more about this. Yes, yeah, so... Early, I'm, I'm not familiar. Early on in the episode... Oh, this is just a um, one-episode thing. It was, it's story. a very sort of one-off bit that, that Rose has in this one that has no words. Uh, so they, they're early on in the episode, they're leaving through the kitchen door, the swinging kitchen door, and Rose, or Blanche is kind of pushes it so that she gets hit. Rose gets hit by the door and mm-hmm. she responds to it in a way as if like the door did it to her. So she like moves back and mm-hmm. forth and then slowly approaches the door. And then at the end of the episode, the very last thing we see in this episode is they all exit the kitchen and then Rose pauses, looks at the door and then moves her hands out a little bit and moves towards the door <laughs> slowly as if it's going to come at her. Um, 
there isn't really I mean off and on throughout the series there's there's they use that door to you know hit someone who's listening yeah. on the other end or right. there's a lot of things with that door that mm-hmm. that happens but the door becomes a character it does it really does yeah. in the series yeah and Rose definitely picked up on the funny of that <laughs> yeah God bless her and should that was the episode that was the yes. episode yay should we, do, should we do our golden takeaway should we of course we should okay um, so, so a golden takeaway is like a moment that we take from an episode that can be applied um, into our own lives. And we'll start so you have time to I'll, think. I will start. My golden takeaway for this episode is if you are an elderly person and you have somewhere to go, give yourself at least 11 days to pack. Because mm-hmm. okay. according <laughs> to the rules of the Golden Girls, packing takes a long time, you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's a very tedious and slow process it really yeah. is mm-hmm. so just just remember you're the tortoise in this situation yep yeah okay my golden takeaway is if you're wearing um an item that is either like a wrap dress or like a um something that's close to the body and that can be sort of sheer you should do what i do frequently before i leave the house it's a bounce test so i look at myself with my arms stretched either up or at my sides and i jiggle i bounce and I see <laughs> if parts of me are moving that i don't want people to see you know what I I mean like if that if this outfit makes my my love handle jiggle in a way that is wrong that I'm not seeing it from behind and I I just wish Rose would have done that with the dress when they had bad news it was very I mean there were so many things moving and I we're I gonna wanted, have to post yeah. a photo of that outfit yeah, to I our wanna, Tumblr and our I, Facebook page. I want I, maybe True. we can do a gif of it, and I, okay. I want <laughs> I want um, it has to already exist. I mean, come on, I, I'm sure it does, but I'll make it if I have to. <laughs> uh, it like. Just to do the jiggle test, is All right. what I say. And Aaron, what is your, your golden takeaway? I think my golden takeaway is that you, um, when you, if you have a sibling, you have to um, really always communicate with them about your ailing mother, even if she's not ailing. But it seems to be a problem in every TV show, in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. And everyone gets to that point. Mm-hmm. And you just got to have that conversation. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be an easy one. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy conversation. But you got to know what's going to happen with your mother. Yeah. Babies taking care of their parents and vice versa. Wow, wow, that is, I it's think, weird. the deepest golden takeaway yeah. we've ever had on the that podcast. That also, That's I what feel I like, was the pitch meeting for Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I feel like that was, like, what they said. Be like, the daughter's like the mother and the mother's yeah. like the yeah. mother. Yeah, but I, I knew that, it, you know, it had to be deep. Yeah. All right. So. Wow. Well, this was so <laughs> yes. fun. Thanks for, Thank for coming you. over. It was, really it was so, so fun. where can people find you on the interwebs? Um, on the interwebs, uh, uh, my, my Twitter is my name, at Aaron Kazander. That's... A-A-R-O-N-K-A-C-Z-A-N-D-E-R. The same on Instagram. And um, that is it. Wonderful. Really. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. And uh, this was so much fun, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm H. Allen Scott. It's just H-A-L-A-N-S-C-O-T-T on everything. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Squid Eat Squid. Um, I'm Squidzy on Instagram. And we are Out on the Lanai. You and can go to outonthelanai.com, and you can also like our Facebook page. Yeah, and I have 
just I petered out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something you want to share, Carrie? No. With the, with no. the sibling stuff. No. Are you I don't emotional? Think so. I'm, not, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, we've been getting some really nice tweets and Facebook messages and stuff from people. And so, yeah, continue to reach out to us and, and chat and let us know what you think of the podcast and, you know, what you want to see more of. Like, does H. Allen post enough naked photos on our Facebook page? Like, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, let us know. And yeah. thank you, as always, for listening. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. I remembered something. So, I posted on the Facebook page. <laughs> that shriek. <laughs> I posted on the Facebook page. Reese Witherspoon's mother texted her the day she received a Golden Globe nomination for the movie Wild, which I saw, and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she texted her... Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I'm watching the Golden Girls. And then new text. Congratulations on your Golden Globes nomination. And then Reese posted that to Instagram. So I'm saying this because Reese Witherspoon or your mother, if you're out there. Or if anybody's listening who knows Reese Witherspoon or her mother. Yeah, I I take back everything that I ever said about you not deserving that Oscar for Walk the Line. And it really belongs (laughs) to Felicity Huffman for Transamerica. And I would love to have you on the show. Thank you. Okay, that's it. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.